Welcome to the Doing Business by Faith podcast. This is your host, Shakita Morgan. This week, I want to talk to you about how to develop the faith of a pilot, of an airline pilot. One of the things that I am always, always curious of is how an airline pilot stays focused under pressure. And I am writing a chapter in my book, Leading by Faith. And that chapter is titled, Leading Like a Pilot. Recently, I was meeting with my leadership team at my child care facility. And I used the analogy of, of a pilot driving a plane and the airline flight attendants or assisting the pilot. I like to use an airplane as an example because I believe that operating a business is just like operating an airplane. Now, if you travel like I do, you have noticed that you barely see the pilot. Uh, The only time that I see the pilot is when uh, the pilot gets ready to board the plane and as we are boarding the plane, you know, we can kind of take a glimpse at the pilot and the co-pilot, um, you know, in, in the cockpit of the plane, if that is the correct term. And once the plane gets ready to take off the ground, that door is shut. The pilot, you know, he goes over the speaker. He is reassuring everyone on the plane. His voice is very calm. And he sounds, you know, like he has a level of focus. He has to. He has lives in his hand. And so one of the things that I write about in the chapter is the role of a pilot. And as I was doing some research on the uh, job descriptions of a pilot, I went to betterteam.com and they gave a job description of the pilot. I do list the job description in my book. And for the sake of time, I'm not going to share the entire job description. Once the book is complete, please grab the book so that you can have that information because I believe that that is a great analogy of what a great leader is. And so I am going to read an excerpt from the chapter. And so from betterteam.com, it says, in order to be a successful pilot, the pilot must be detailed-oriented and able to focus under pressure. Now, I have uh, discovered in business that when pressure comes, it takes a lot of faith to overcome that pressure. Pressure is going to come on your business journey. I'm sure many of us, pressure has come as we have come through this COVID-19 pandemic. I've had several times where pressure has hit the business where I had to make a decision. Owning a childcare facility, I have lives of children in my hand. I have staff members. So I have to make decisions a lot of time under pressure. And sometimes I have to take a break. I have to turn my cell phone off. I really have to to plug into the voice of God and really relax and just allow that inner voice to flow and also to listen to God's voice. And the only way you can get that way is if you are, you know, in a place of peace. 
you're in a quiet, serene atmosphere. That can even be going into your closet and closing the door. It could be going into your bathroom, whatever it may be. Sometimes you have to get in a space where it's calm and quiet. And as I think about a pilot, the pilot is in the cockpit and all of the passengers, the flight attendants, they are in the back of the plane. The pilot needs a space where the pilot is alone or, you know, have a co-pilot, but there's no one else in the cockpit because he has to focus. If there, I can only imagine if there was not a door on the cockpit and the pilot is trying to focus, but yet there's noise in the back and every time there's a distraction, he's turning around. We may not make it to our destination if the pilot is not focused. So I'm going somewhere here. As a business owner, and if you're the the only person that's flying the plane, of course, you're the pilot. Now, if you are someone who is an entrepreneur that has many businesses, you are technically considered the control tower. And I talk about that in my book as well. Now, in, in this season that I'm in in business, I am considered the, the uh, control tower because I give orders from Atlanta to my business leaders in St. Louis. So, you know, if, if they stop listening to the control tower, then the plane could eventually crash. And so I I love the whole uh, airplane principle of doing business and leading by faith because if we can use the airplane as an example, I think it is a perfect example because when your passengers get on the plane, they are walking by faith whether they know it or not. Because number one, you don't even know who the pilot is You don't know if he's in his right mind, if he had a drink the night before. We really don't know. We have to walk by faith and just trust that God is going to get us to our next destination. And this is solely what doing business by faith is. You're placing your faith in something that you do not even see. We can't see God, but we can feel his presence. And so even in the realm of business, do we really trust that God is going to supply what we need? Do we really trust that God is going to get us to that next place in business, to that next level? And that's what my book, Leading by Faith, is all about. It's all about how to develop the focus that you need to continue to lead and do business by faith. And I want to challenge you today, as you operate your business, to think about the role of a pilot. A pilot has a a major responsibility as they take on that aircraft. And another thing that I read, pilots have amazing leadership skills. Which is another reason why I use a pilot as an example in my book. And anyone that has excellent leadership skills, I want to know how did they get there? How do they maintain those leadership skills? And again, I give those scenarios in my book and I also share my observations of my many, many years of being at the airport and observing flight attendants, uh, pilots, co-pilots, just observing all of that because it inspired me as a business owner and even as a business coach. And so now as an author, I have utilized the airport and the airplane 
as a analogy in my latest book. And I believe that it will bless you. If you don't get anything else from the book, that was actually one of my favorite chapters to write. And so I believe that I poured a lot into it. It's very simple, but it's power packed. And it's a great, great analogy for leading your team. And it's a great analogy for running a business. And so until you get the book, I would even almost say to do a little research on your own. You can go to Google and look up as much information as you want on a pilot. But I do believe that the analogy that I put in my book is very simple and it will help you to be inspired to lead like a pilot. All right. Until next time, keep walking by faith. This is your host, Shakita Morgan. And also, I I just want to share with you that I have reopened up my Doing Business by Faith Empowerment sessions. And so if you are having a tough time in business, if you are, you know, if you are seeking to grow your business, I have lots of experience in business growth. I would love to be your Doing Business by Faith coach. You can sign up at ShakitaMorgan.com. Until next time, take care. Welcome to the Doing Business by Faith podcast. This is your host, Shakita Morgan. This week, I want to talk to you about fear limiting your capacity. I want you to know that the more that you allow fear to interfere with your business decisions, how big your business grows, or how far you would go in business, The more that you allow fear to dominate your thought process, the more you will limit your capacity. I had a recent experience and uh, due to privacy reasons, I'm not going to share all the details, but that experience inspired this podcast. And it also allowed me to see that when we have Fears, fears limit how far we can go. Let me give you an example. In 2012, I took my first flight to Vegas. I had never been on a plane before. And it was such a fearful situation. I was so afraid to get on the plane. We made it to Vegas and I had a great time. However, we had to fly back to St. Louis. We flew back to St. Louis. I made it back safely. And I was so glad that I was able to face that fear because not knowing that six years later, I would be moving to a new city. And the plan was for me to fly back and forth in order to take care of my business from another city. So that meant we would either have to drive or fly. Of course, driving takes about eight and a half hours. So sometimes we do choose to drive, but it's more convenient to fly because it's a one hour flight from St. Louis to Atlanta. How convenient is that? Now, can you imagine if I had allowed fear to stop me from ever getting on a plane again, I would have been limiting my capacity. 
One of my major goals and dreams was to have multiple locations for my childcare facility. And I desire to have facilities in different states. And so in order to do that, I have to do what? I have to get on a plane. So again, if I had allowed my fears to super exceed my business goals, I would have only been what? Limiting my capacity in business. And so I want to encourage you to take a inventory of the things that you may be afraid of. And then I want you to ask yourself, how is this fear limiting my capacity? Let me give you another story. I used to have a fear of public speaking. Now that fear stemmed from my childhood. I used to stutter really bad as a child. A lot of people still cannot believe that I stuttered, but yes, I did. I had a really bad stutter. And I can remember when I was maybe 11, 12 years old, there was a foundation out and I'm not sure if it's still around, but it was, it was a stutter institute, like a stutter foundation. So I would go to their website. I would, you know, check out all of their different resources and things like that. Um, I would try to teach myself how to speak without stuttering. It's just amazing how you could teach yourself anything. But literally when I was in school, they labeled me as having a reading disability because of my speaking abilities. But even as a child, I was not willing to settle for what the school system tried to label me as. And I'm so glad I didn't because as I got through my high school years into my uh, adolescent years, you know, adult years, I still struggled a little bit with communication because of that fear, which, you know, fear can set up a stronghold in your mind if you don't deal with it. And so what I did was I began to read books on on public speaking. I began to study people who were very fluent at communicating and and speaking in front of audiences. So I really had to work on it um, in order to develop my speaking abilities. Then I discovered that I had a gift of, of writing. Then I began to teach and train and I was forced to stand in front of audiences and teach and train here in the state of Missouri. And I was a, a Missouri trainer. I would train child care workers. And of course, I had to stand in front of groups of people. And I had to ask myself the question, do you really want to do this? And how far do you want to go with this? Because if I allowed my fear of standing in front of people to take over my desire of helping others, I would have been limiting my capacity. Now, today, I speak on the phone with coaching clients all over the world. And if I had have allowed an insecurity of not being able to communicate effectively, if, if I had allowed that to dominate my thinking in any way, I would have not even wanted to be a coach 
or a author because even as an author I am invited to speak and you know and that means I have to speak in front of an audience and so I'm so glad that I did not give into that fear what I did was I overcame that fear by facing the fear and I faced the fear by speaking that's how I faced it I would do it afraid I would be nervous and I found that the more that I did it the more comfortable I got with it the same thing with flying on a plane years later I was still uncomfortable with getting on a plane because I was not I was used to being in control so that was more so a a control issue because I didn't know who was flying the plane I didn't know if you know, we will land or not. But the thing is, it's a faith walk. So you know, when you get on the plane, you got to get on that plane by faith, knowing that God is going to get you from point A to point B. If God has called you to speak in front of audiences, if he has called you to do anything, I have found that whatever God calls us to do, we may not be fully equipped and ready for it. He just calls you for it. You're already pre-qualified and all your your talents and all of the abilities that come along with that position or that role, they have to be developed. And so I hope that I have inspired you to not allow fear to limit your capacity. I have many other stories to share, but I'll save them for another podcast. I think those two examples right there are excellent because those were the two areas that really tormented me in terms of my my gifts and talents and where those gifts and talents were going to take me. And so once I decided that I'm not going to allow fear to stop me, life became unlimited for me. Like the whole world became my platform. Not just living in St. Louis, The vision and the dream that God gives you for your life is bigger than the city you live in. The only person that could limit your capacity is you. So I hope that this podcast has inspired you. If you are dealing with any type of fears that could be limiting your business growth or your potential as an author, as a coach, as a speaker, as a trainer, as a teacher, as a entrepreneur, I would love to to coach you. I would love to be your coach. You can sign up for my Doing Business by Faith Coaching at ShakitaMorgan.com. And I would love to help you to build your faith so that you can go to that next level, so that you can break through glass ceilings, so that you can increase your capacity. Because as you increase your capacity, you can do more with the gifts and talents that God has gave you. Until next time, keep walking by faith. Take care.